Hello, everyone. Welcome to Random Call. I'm Tracy. Um, I'm Melody. Uh, it's been a long time since we last recording our English podcast, and we both feel a little bit strange to speak English. Although, uh, Melody, right, <laughs> do live in America. Maybe. We will start with her journey to New York and share her experience. Um. Hello, everyone. Um. Uh. <laughs> 等一下。Um, It feels like、um, we are doing a presentation, right? <laughs> yeah. Really. Um. I visited New York like a few days ago. Um. To visiting my friends, and it's a really interesting journey, and like. Uh, I didn't say, I I can I can say like I didn't say any English in the in that journey because I think when you're traveling to some foreign countries, um,、uh, if you are not like studying here or like working here, uh, you can just like say the very basic basic English like thank you excuse me or. Like something like that, because um, like um, especially in like the big city, New York or like Los Angeles, like most uh lots of Chinese people live in there, and there's lots of like Chinese restaurant, Chinese supermarket, like um, and even even some um like um a、uh, United States stores, they can speak Chinese a little bit, like 谢谢 or um 你好 Like something like that. So, um, I think, um, it's a, it's a thing that uh have cons and pros because, uh, for the people who can speak English, like, they can be very convenient, in uh, they can be very convenient live in that country. But for me, like, I need to speak English. But now, like, after the whole summer vacation, I think English is not. My second language at all, like it's like my fourth or fifth <laughs> language because like I can speak that very fluently, um and um I I didn't use that like uh in in my uh just、uh, I didn't use that as much as like when I was study, which is very dangerous because I'm going to study very soon. So um now I will uh share you uh share you some uh New York experience. Um, I, I, I think all in all, I really love New York because it's a city that、um, I think it's really charming, and it's really international. Like, uh, there's always some people that will compare Shanghai and New York because, like, Shanghai is a very international city in China, and I live in Shanghai for、uh, half a year. I think like Shanghai, New York is totally different. I I um I used to uh live in New York for around one month. It's like, um, uh, and then uh I go to travel like, uh, a few days ago. So I've been to New York for twice or third time. I think New York is like um, uh, it's a city that really chaotic. Like I think chaotic is a、uh, kind of charming for us、uh, for New York because like you can do anything you want in New York and you can be every 
any person you want. And also like you can dance and street or, you know, uh, I, I visited Times time square. I know it's just really shocked. Even, even, even I have been there for several times, but every time I've been there, I just really, I just feel shocked, you know, like the, the, the crowd, like the, the people, they're just crazy, you know, like they are, uh, they are um, singing, dancing, and like drawing, and like there are some people uh, wear nothing, and like they wear like some strange clothes, and like they just they just think like the world is ha has no people without them, you know, like they're just crazy, and you know it's really I I don't know how to describe this in English, but. Even even I don't know how to describe in Chinese. Like it's it, it's really hard to describe that in language. It's it's a I think if you if if you are been to New York, I will recommend it that you you can like uh visit the Times Square because I think Times Square is not a place that really good for you to uh, travel or like have some fun. But I think Times Square is a place that can be a symbol of New York, like their uh, spirit, you know, it's a crazy, chaotic, charming, and can, uh, um, can, uh, and it's welcome every people, and like, you can do anything, and nobody cares to, you know, like, and, and I think New York is a city that you will not feel lonely, but even though like nobody will kill, care you, but I think you can, you know, uh, I have been to uh, a restaurant called Ilan. It's a Japanese restaurant, but um, they're, you know, their seating are just, I don't know, it's one by one. Like you can eat, oh, yeah. the, you yeah. can eat the dinner by yourself and like nobody will bother you. And like, I think New York is a city like that, like, like this restaurant, you know, like you can share your dishes with, with the people uh, near you, but you can also like enjoy your dinner by uh, on your own. So um, New York is a city that like um, whatever you are outgoing or like you're just shy, like or whatever you are like um, love love to make friends or just you are just enjoying alone. I think whatever you are, like you can be a uh, like you can find your own position in this city, but like for Shanghai, um, I think Shanghai is just a a city that really, you know, um, I don't know how to describe that. It's really interesting, but I think it's not that chaotic. Like Shanghai yeah, is a clean city. Well organized by government. Yeah, it's well organized and really like it's a busy city. Like you can like have lots of uh, jobs like opportunities and you can like um different take part in activities, some activities. Also, yeah. yeah yeah really but like and it's real clean like New York is really messy and it's you know it's it's dirty like even though in the subway it's really hot and like whatever blah 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 but like yeah I think those two uh those two cities are totally different even though they are two you know very um, similar symbol, yeah like symbol of two different countries but I think I love New York but I don't think New York is a place that um very good like very suit for living for their like for for whole life 
because uh, it's really young city. I think if I'm an old pre person, I will hate the city <laughs> because it's yeah, it's really young. Like maybe uh, there uh, New York history is really long, but I think it's it's a city that suit for young people. Like if you're young, like like me, like I travel, like I visited here, like I just play like the all nine days like i will never feel boring and yeah but and the second point i want to share about new york is their vintage store um i'm a person that really love vintage like even the firm even like i buy some vintage furniture for my house and i will buy lots of vintage uh, clothes dress whatever i think vintage is um really uh good and it's really um for me it's really uh, i don't know how to say just i just love it like i i just really enjoy to uh, pick up some uh to choose some clothes that's uh really unique and i enjoy the process to like you know to hang out with my friends and like to, we just uh, to see some very unique stuff, maybe just not only the clothes. Like <laughs> in some Chinese city, um, I didn't see many, you know, traditional vintage store. I think uh, I think the most um the most traditional vintage store probably are in Japan. I think, um, but like in China, um. There are lots of vintage store, but I don't think it's like they're real vintage store. Like they just, you know, buy some old stuff or like buy some unique stuff from uh Taobao or like some uh website. I don't think it's really uh so uh but when I came to New York, I would like to say there's totally different vintage store in New York. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not going to say like New York vintage store are like much better than Chinese one, but I would like to say um, if you are a person that who really love vintage store, I think New York vintage store is like more suit for you because if you just want to buy some unique stuff, I think the Chinese vintage store is uh, totally fine. But if you are like um, really into it and really uh, cherish that, you can like, I think, New York vintage store are much more suit for you. And I think uh, to go some vintage store in New York is a, it's a, it's a high line uh, for me in New York. Like uh, my friends is a person that who really love vintage, vintage store too. So uh, we went there together and we just uh, choose some really beautiful dresses. And like I choose one suit it's really, I think it's the most um, surprising in New York because uh, like that suit is really beautiful and it's really um, delicate, but it's only cost like $40. It's like around 240 RMB, I think. It's, it's um, compared to the the dress this price is really cheap and i'm just so exciting about this dress and after that um i went to a museum in new york 
I think that this museum is also a very interesting point in New York. Uh, it's called MoMA. And I think the MoMA, um, I the, the 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 MoMA's shop, like you know, like lots of museums will have their own shop for their own products, like I don't know how to say Jobian, Jobian Shangchang. I product um, uh, um something yeah. like yeah, they produce stuff by themselves. Yeah, like yeah, um, like it's and 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 all and 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 most of the time the subject is about their uh, museums. So and I think MoMA's shop is the most interesting and the, the most um I don't know how to say like uh I'm not a person that will buy some you know traveling stuff like to buy some um souvenir souvenir yeah. like I, I'm not person to buy some souvenir in the traveling but I think the MoMA shop is really good for the travelers, or even though you're not travelers, you're person living in New York, I think it's a really good shop to shop to shop to go shopping because there's lots of good stuff like um the cups and um uh the books and like the pamphlet, whatever. It's really, really, really delicate and like it's not that expensive, but like you can buy some really delicate stuff to maybe to give your friends or give your parents, like give your family members. It's really good choice because I think in New York, there's some souvenir is really cheap and it's really like, um, like, you know, in, in, in Times Square, there are some like magnetic in like, I love New York. You know, it's just really traditional New York souvenir. Um, so uh, if you uh, go to the New York, I would recommend it, the MoMA shop to buy some souvenir because like it's really, really beautiful and delicate. Yeah, maybe that is a uh, feeling. Yeah, maybe I will first go back to your, you know, English feelings. <laughs> and okay. yeah, because it's like, speaking English is definitely not like a basic thing for a ch for Chinese who live in China <laughs> but oh, really? it also it also make me to think that what's the point of learning English and also as a person who live in America you said that because maybe um, your friends and your close friends are mostly Chinese so you can just speak with them very easily using Chinese and you you don't have that kind of urge to speak with others and also there is no high level of speaking basic words and I think that is a thing that very kind of relieving for person for people who are afraid of kind of travel abroad although there is some limitation now but I feel that your experience and your feeling of English can make people scared of traveling abroad or just uh, nervous about living or traveling around foreign countries and this can be a relieving fact that you don't have to speak too good English and also I like to watch some videos that um, focused on language learning journey and you know for for example youtubers who choose to um, travel around German who want to speak German and they can make friends f with locals and they can learn German and also there is no 
need or no rush to get a certain level because you'll make progress in the daily life. And also, it's not like a very strict thing. For example, you need, although we do have some tests for English level, and I think it's like it's for more serious use, for example, learning abroad or uh, working, this must demand certain English level. But after after you reach that level, there's still there still be place that you can improve or you can like you say you don't you don't have too much in speaking English experience in this summer. But you go back to school and for me either because our uh, our my major needs needs us to like speak English or write in English for one of the main goals in this summer for me is to learn how to write in English. And it's not that easy, but it's also not that complicated because you got lots of tools online that can help you to improve your writing skills and you can kind of practice daily. And it's not that, it's not that complicated to make progress. And after hearing you share your experience in New York, it really reminds me of Shanghai because they really got something similar. For example, the uh, mu the museum thing or maybe the um, kind of international aspect because we both live in Shanghai for 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 a time. So we, we, we have this same experience or like we have this um, kind of memory living in Shanghai, but it's like this, this spring, this summer, um, Shanghai got this kind of lockdown for a long time and something uh, really sad just happened like that. And it's like, we don't have this belief in Shanghai anymore because we feel like it's a city that, um, that you don't have too much freedom because what what interests us or what what makes us want to live in Shanghai is that kind of freedom we we can have in maybe not just in Shanghai maybe in New York you have more space to live and you can be anyone and you can do different stuffs but after this lockdown and after this big kind of lockdown thing people just get depressed about shanghai and they don't believe in it anymore and they kind of like lose faith and lose this um how to say attraction or this love for shanghai but i still need to go back to shanghai for study and i really curious about what will happen next yeah Yeah, like, uh, first of all, I want to go back to your English stuff. Like, I was really agree with your opinion. Like, um, studying English or studying language is not that complicated, like, to make progress because um, I'm going to learning a new language, uh, like, because I, I, I'm going to Europe for, like, uh, next uh, for like the the semester, the next semester, no, 
whatever. Um, but I need to learn a new language, like the Danish, the Denmark language. So um, for me, uh, it's really um, I think you know for English. I think I study English uh when I was very young age, like maybe around. I don't know, eight or nine. Like for me, English is just like a, a language, like not that difficult to learn. Maybe um for now, I need to like write some essays or like some academic things in English. Maybe it's kind of challenge, but I think all in all, English is not a language that make me feel so difficult or like so challenged. I think one of the reason is because I learned that when I was very young age, but for the Danish, I need to learn that when I was like 20 years old, I think it's really challenge, you know, um, there's lots of study shows that when you, uh, in a, when you're in a little, uh, young age, like when you're like around two or three, um, you, the, the, the listening and the speaking, uh, you know, like the, if you are listening to some English songs, English, uh, cartoons or whatever it will really improve your English because like you are you're at that age like your learning system are really um, I don't know uh, you can really learning really quickly yeah yeah like but when you know when you grow up when you're getting older like the the brand the whatever well getting not that good for you to absorb some new stuff so um but I would like to say learning language is some um, is a thing that really um attractive uh, it's a really attractive thing for me because I think English for me is just like a key you know to open to a new world and like 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 now I I study in the United States so like it's like a physically key for me to uh to open a new world. So I think whatever language you are learning now, um, um, it ends to be a tool, you know, like it 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 will never like to be in the exam or like to be in a a test. Like you finally you need to use it. Like um I think um if we are in a uh if we are in a uh environment that we can't use that frequently uh, I think just like um I think you can just create your own surroundings because I think for language surroundings is really important like you can watch the English show or like speaking the English to your friends or like there I think we have lots of applications to uh, like speak English and with foreigner uh, now I think uh, yeah. in, in China yeah so like I think if you want to learn English um, um, like that kinds of way you need to do because you will never uh, like uh, imagine like the one day I, I, I get up and I suddenly can speak English very fluently um, because I think um, just like we mentioned lots of time for our Chinese students like speaking is always uh the most difficult part because like we are not encouraged to to speak like there are lots of people will um say like your pronunciation are not like as standard as foreigners but actually um foreigners are not care like they're not just don't care about that like 
and you know for the grammar i think the most i i think my classmates they're just when they speaking english like they are native speaker i think they're just don't care about that you know like they use is are like do you don't doesn't like they just use them randomly so i think don't be afraid to speak and like they're just a tool and you know um you know they're in xiaohongshu like there's lots of uh person like choose to recording some english video like even though they're chinese i think it's a really good way you know i think it's a really good trend but there are lots of people there are always some people like comments that like your pronunciation are just not standard like you you are not a native speaker why you speak english blah 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 but you know um i think that kind of comments are just like a kind of racism like what kind of pronunciation is standard like like only la pronunciation or like only white people's pronunciation like why like why their pronunciation are standard so um i think don't be afraid like chinese accent english is kind of english okay like we are standard english pronunciation we believe in that so um as long as you're speaking like you you can make your own accent you can make your own like pronunciation whatever like you know when you really talk to a foreigner they're just you just need to express yourself um accurately and like you express yourself's meaning like everyone will understand because like the it's just a language like you like you can use the gesture to help you or whatever so i think don't be afraid like it's so just you know english just i think it's not that difficult yeah yeah and also it reminds me another really the interesting thing you know there's a kind of english called singlish <laughs> and also yeah. this kind of you know aspect may make me feel that why english has all this kind different kinds of way to say for example a maybe for japanese i don't know how to say japanese english but you know there's a kind of trend that how japanese speak english and also how chinese speaks english and maybe how asian and maybe how singapore people and also this i think this is like an indication that english is very popular and is very international and people around the world are learning this and this is like a evidence that we must grab this language tool to you know, like you said, to open a new world or maybe to connect with other people. And it's not about how good your English is. It's just about speaking and communication, this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I totally agree with you. And oh, and for the Shanghai, um, I think um, all I want to say is... <laughs> Aside. you know yeah you know you know like there's there's nothing much we can say you know but everybody will know like what we want to say yeah yeah and also like there is a trend that foreigners who really like 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 shanghai who live in shanghai just leave shanghai and also i what i i followed a like a youtuber who who is, who lives in Hong Hong Kong and uh she she she's Chinese and she got this um boyfriend maybe her fiance is from Australia 
but I, I don't know when, just maybe it's because they broke up and her her boyfriend just went back to Australia and they kind of, you know, there is no connection between them. And she uploaded this um, back to single video. And I want to mention this is because uh, one of her most popular video is about her boyfriend proposed to her. And I actually, I don't follow it regularly, but I would check what happened to her, you know, from time to time. And after I saw this, she broke up with this foreigner and Australia guy. And there's like comments that say something like, um, you don't need to uh, express too much or you don't need to explain to us. But there's one point I want to kind of address is that there is a certain trend that is popular online. And if you are trying to, or if, if your job, and if your job is to kind of recording your life, you know, be a vlogger and to share your life and to share your kind of happy moment or sad moment, then it needs to be some, it needs some balance. You, 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 you shouldn't just share your kind of most happy moment. And you also should share your kind of uh, maybe mental breakdown, this kind of moment, because if you just show people, you know, what's good, what's good in your life, then people will think or assume that you're, you live a very happy life. And they maybe have some feelings that why she's, you know, this happy and they, why they don't have you know, depressed moment, but it's not true. Everybody has their kind of peak and down. So I think it's like there needs some balance if you are doing this job to show your life online. Yeah. Yeah, like um, that kind of stuff reminds me of a vlogger in China, Zhuzi. Like, did oh, you yeah. see? <laughs> we did talked, you see her? talked about her before. Yeah, we talked about her, but. Did you see her latest vlog, like about the mommy, like uh, about motherhood? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that vlog is really real. Like, you know, uh, when I when I when I saw this video, like it makes makes me, um, I don't know how to describe that because you know she used to be a energetic person, you know, because I think. Her vlog, her vlog is really, uh, I think uh, even even uh, even now I would like to say her vlog is the most is one of the most interesting vlog in the in the internet, and like I I I used to like catch up her vlog very, oh sorry, um I I used to watch her every vlog, so I know that she's a person that really energetic and really you know, full of, uh, full of uh, the enthusiasm, but what? in this video, enthusiasm. Oh, okay, okay. Full of enthusiasm. Um, but in this video, after uh, she become a mother, I think it's just what, you know, like to become a mother, like will make a person, like make a in such an energetic person to be a, that you know really 
really tired and like to, I don't know how to describe that. And like, she also mentions that her marriage, like uh, she mentioned like uh, she and her husband, just like they, they are, um, have been through some romantic moments, like they fall in love and, and at the first time and blah, blah, blah. But when they have baby, they just, you know, sit, uh, in a seat, seat behind, uh, like they just sit in the bed at six o'clock a.m. and like they just they just silent, like they just have nothing to say because they need to, um, they need to make them baby to go sleep. So um, I think it's really, I think whatever this is, a, this is a blog that really real to show us about the mom, but I don't think she shows the most, I, I don't think she shows all of the aspects of, you know, to become a mother, because like we mentioned, uh, the, the vlog she uh, pregnant, uh, we think is too positive too energetic but I think this video is really real yeah but actually to become a mom the the real life will be much more like thousands times higher than this video like I think the real life will be more terrible. difficult yeah. yeah yeah and also I feel like I feel like I really like her because her energetic and colorful life maybe before she gave birth or before she, after she before she becomes a mother and I also watched that video and what I feel is actually I know that being a mother is very difficult and you know you can't get enough enough sleep and although you have you know this help by your partner or by um paid aunts that can help you but you you still can't just be a very energetic person it's like it's the truth maybe we have this assumption or this agreement on what how what becomes a mother means because it's very very difficult it's I don't think that I can, you know, I can stand this or I can do this thing. And but after saw his vlog and to show her mother life and it's like it's like real, but it's real definitely. And it also make me to how to say to kind of trying to a memory what kind of person is she before she was a mother and so I really like to watch her previous or maybe a long ago time video and I feel like this that's kind of life or that's kind of uh, aspects that make me interested in her but now it's like her life is like it's like normal and it's like every mother goes through it and she but I think recorded it is also a very meaningful way but it's not that kind of um how say um influencer or like kind of content I would like to like you said catch up with her every vlog that's kind of feeling yeah yeah I, I think this this is very common thing like when a vlogger um like to 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 have a baby and like to pregnant blah blah I I would I would like to say it's 
you know, uh, I um, show my respect to all the mother, but I would like to say that their life just becoming boring, you know, I don't know how to say, like, they just going through some, yeah, like you say, like some regular mommy stuff, but like, and I, w- I, I think whatever you say, you have a baby, it will change your life totally, like, like, it will change the whole life. Like you, you are never going to have that much time to to be yourself, to to chase after yourself dream. Like I think, whatever you do, like, um, as long as you choose to become a mother, like, the part of you, the part of your own life, it will die. Like, so, I don't know. Like maybe. Like we're just we we're not like to to judge the the person who who chose to become mother, but but like for me, I think there's no person, there's no nobody are like that important to change my life, you know, to, to change my my own life, um, especially for the person like even even not in this world, like they're it's just, I don't know. Who, who 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 he is who she is like so yeah I don't know like you know actually the the Zhuzi choose to pregnant is also like shock me because I think she's really free people I don't know like maybe she just wants to have a baby whatever you know do you know Wang Yibing yeah like, yeah like yeah. she just I don't know like she just. Uh, <laughs> it's really um um it's really f- I, I would like to say um she her choice are really brave right even even like it's it's really brave to become a mother like that but I don't know like as in my opinion I don't know um she just met the boy the the the, the man for a mom or like two months I don't know like because I remember when I see his her video about like introduce this man and then like like maybe about two weeks or like one month and she 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 announced that she she's pregnant I just what you know like I know it's it's, it's her own choice but it's just shocked me you know yeah and not, even even it's when just... she when they you know they're they're friends right and this kind they have those kind of similar um yeah charisma for for girls and what i feel is that before they becomes become a mom i i still don't get what's interest in becoming a mother and after Zhuzi gave birth and also uploaded this video i still don't know what's was the interesting part and also what and i i know that the price of it and 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 i just don't interested in this kind of thing and yeah it's like for me it's not because she becomes a mother or another person becomes a mother it's just i don't i i don't like to watch watch this kind of thing and i know it's very boring and it's very kind of um, sometimes it's very, um, it's like a burden for, especially for women. 
but I respect the choice. But is that I just don't interested in this thing? Yeah. Yeah, like I just, I don't know. Like I can't understand. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Because like maybe we're just, um, I don't know. Like just their own life, you know, like their own choice. Yeah. So maybe we'll end this podcast at this moment.、Yeah. And thanks for listening. And hope see you in next month. We I hope we can record this English podcast in September. Bye. Bye.